This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 945. Acknowledge your need for band seven and higher vocabulary. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash my score. What is the difference between the verbs realize and notice? It may be surprising that they are not the same. Listen up today and learn the difference between five knowing phrases. What defines an advanced English speaker? The ability to not only have interesting conversations with native speakers, but also the ability to be interesting in these conversations. Make an astute observation. Ask good questions. Speak with a confident pitch. These are conversational skills that require a special method and a structured study plan. Join our brand new B2 English fluency course. It's 100% based on interesting, spontaneous, unrehearsed video interviews with native speakers. Real English. Save up to $100 before June 7th and get a free bonus. Go to allearsenglish.com slash B2. That's allearsenglish.com slash letter B number two. What's up, Aubrey? How's it going? (laughs) I'm doing all right over here. I've been taking my kids out a bunch for fall break. We went to an aquarium, which was fun. Do you like Uh, aquariums? (laughs) Um, You know, I'm not a fan of zoos, but Mm. I do still love aquariums. And I'm not sure if like my value propositions for not liking zoos should apply to aquariums. I feel like I'm being like um, (laughs) a hypocrite there. What do you think? (laughs) Yes. You're like, I care more about bears than sharks. Sorry. (laughs) I know. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's the truth though. Maybe um, I want to acknowledge the fact that I do like aquariums and not zoos. Hey, we're talking about vocab today, guys. <laughs> and you you snuck one of them in there with the verb acknowledge. I like it. <laughs> um, okay, so today's episode, guys, has um, we're going to explain the differences between a lot of words that seem like synonyms, but they're not. And they all describe how our brains know things, right? So we're going to talk about a lot of verbs and how they are different. Um, But first, we need to also acknowledge a three-key student that got amazing scores. Aubrey, who is that? Yes, Ivan posted in our Facebook group, and he is going to come on the podcast in a few weeks, actually, so keep an eye out for that. And he got a 7.5877 on the academic test, which was his third attempt, so he was so ready to be finished. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. Um, Oh, congratulations. Those are amazing scores. Oh my gosh, 7.5877. Guys, 
I mean, it's possible. That's all I'm saying, okay? If you work hard, you can get these amazing scores even higher than what you need. All right, so today's uh, episode is based on a very insightful question from another 3 Key student. In our Facebook group, these questions are so high level, right, Aubrey? Yes, exactly. I really loved this one. Um, The student posted that they were not clear about the difference between these verbs, to be aware of, to realize, to acknowledge, to notice, and to know. And then they said, especially the verb acknowledge is one that makes them baffled all the time. So they asked us to break it down. No, baffled is a great word. Well done. (laughs) Also, also, uh, break it down. Uh, that's 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 an awesome idiom and phrasal verb. That's wow. Okay. I'm super I know. I love that actually when students, I'll see them practice these amazing phrasal verbs and idioms in their questions on Facebook. I'm like, yes. good for you. Use it all the time. So it feels super natural when you use it on the IELTS exam. That's the key, right? And then also like that's the safe space to practice because they know right. that like we'll tell them if it's correct or not, right? So like take exactly. the risk. Go ahead. Try it out. See if you're using it correctly um, because you can't just try it out on test day because if you're wrong, you can't can't get a seven or higher for vocab, right? If you're right. using words incorrectly. Um, so yeah, safe space on Facebook. So let's get into it. <gasps> Guys, Aubrey and I had so much fun nerding out about the differences between these words. <laughs> yes, it's really fun, um, especially because, well, your master's degree is in linguistics. And so it's fascinating to us the you know the differences in words and how we use them we've admitted before in the podcast that we're nerds about this kind of stuff and totally. with my masters we we definitely we think about language and how students acquire it and and so this is actually really fun for us and it's good useful information for you for the IELTS exam so we both win yeah everyone wins today <laughs> everyone guys wins. winner winner chicken dinner <laughs> <laughs> I say that all the time. I love that phrase. Guys, you could use that that on speaking. (laughs) Um, Aubrey, when when do you think students could like throw that really native uh, rhyme in on the speaking test? It'd be fun if just if you get a question that you like and you you have a good answer for, you say, I'm so happy you asked me that. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Or like, what what if you get um, a speaking part two topic that is just right up your alley? It's in your wheelhouse. You could talk for 20 minutes about this thing. Then that's how you introduce your your answer, guys. Could just be like, oh my gosh, let me just say, winner, winner, chicken dinner. I love this topic. Let's do this. Yes. <laughs> I'd be so happy if that was how a student started their task too. Oh my gosh. And like, how much confidence does that show, right? Right. Um, and guys... Your confidence is like half the way to fluency, right? Like fake it till you make it. Just be confident. Okay, let's dig in. So um, to be aware of, how would you define that? It's definitely, um, it's a lot like no, the verb no, but there's no time connote it here. So there's sort of two meanings. The first one, we're just saying we know something, right? Yeah. And then there's a second meaning which is more like a warning, like be aware of this, watch out for this, keep it in mind. Yeah, totally. Um, So yeah, I would say that this could be synonymous with no, for sure. K-N-O-W, right? No. Um, Where it's like just a general thing that's in your brain. You know it. (laughs) You're aware of this thing. Um, But the the second meaning, we could use this on IELTS if uh, like you don't 
if you don't have a lot of experience about the topic, right? So no is like a band six word, aware, band seven word, right? Um, right? It's definitely fancier. So if you don't know a lot about the topic, you could be like, okay, just be aware, sir, or ma'am, whoever you're talking to, be aware, sir, that I do not have a lot of experience with museums, but nonetheless, I will do my best to answer. <laughs> yes. And if you feel like you've already used the verb know on a task to writing essay, you could say, for example, many countries are aware that their policies greatly affect, et cetera, et cetera, right? Use yeah, aware totally. instead. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Guys, you're getting so much amazing vocab and advice today. I'm really happy for you. And I want to tell you guys to subscribe because there are amazing tips and just so much knowledge every single episode, guys. So if you're not a subscriber, subscribe right now to this podcast. Um, I know, right? Okay. If you just look it up every now and then, you're going to miss a lot of great content. There's three episodes so every week and bonuses sometimes that you wouldn't yeah. even know. So you have to make sure you subscribe so that you're sent them all on your podcast player, whatever that might be. So yeah, definitely subscribe to IELTS Energy wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, totally, guys. If you don't subscribe, you won't hear about our live events, okay? We do live right. classes about IELTS, about other skills like listening and speaking. So if you're not subscribed, you won't even know those free live classes are happening. So definitely subscribe. Okay, sweet. Um, we covered the subscription topic. Let's move <laughs> on. Um, okay, to realize. Now, this is interesting, guys. This is different than know or be aware of. Um, it's, it's related to time. So to realize something, that is like when you start to know something, you begin to be aware of something, right? It's like suddenly, it's like at the moment. Um, so if you're telling a story, right? And you're like, um, and suddenly I realized that the room was empty and I had the wrong time for the class. So um, I, I like pairing it with the the time, the signpost word suddenly, right? Remember it in that phrase, suddenly I realized blah, blah, blah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes, exactly. And this, you could use it um, at the beginning of a speaking answer. You could say, I realize not everyone will agree with me, but, yes, and that's a it. good filler phrase, give you just a second to think of your answer. Yeah, definitely. And that would work in writing task two as well. I mean, this isn't an easy band six word. You know, of of all the words we're talking about today, guys, I would say they're all band seven or higher, um, except for no and notice is probably easier, right? Um, mm -hmm. But the other three phrases, totally band seven and higher vocab, all right? Um, okay, to acknowledge. So that's the one that we worked in at the beginning. So, and we used it in the two different definitions, the two possible ways to use it. So the first is like, to uh, like congratulate someone, right? To say that you are thankful or like good job to someone. Like we said, um, I would like to acknowledge Ivan for his amazing scores. So it's just like giving a shout out to someone. 
Yeah, exactly. Like publicly recognizing someone for something, either for an awards ceremony or for, you know, in any situation where you want to recognize an act or something they've done. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, And then there's another way that you uh, might have heard it being used recently, politics, debates, or just anyone arguing with each other. Um, In an argument, like a writing task to essay, ding, 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 um, (laughs) giving a concession is like usually part of a civilized argument, right? Um, As it is part of the opinion essays, which, guys, I just added a bunch of information about concessions in our course. So it's leveled up already. But anyway, so how how is this used in a debate or a concession? Right, because you want to let the other side realize that you acknowledge what they're saying, you see where they're coming from. Yeah. So you could say, I acknowledge that you feel that way, but look at it this way, right? So you're giving a little concession, letting them realize that you understand where they're coming from, that respect that you give someone with a give and take in, a, in any kind of discussion. Right. So <laughs> unfortunately, uh, this word hasn't been a part of our political debate. Not enough. Not because enough. Because they're just like <laughs> arguing. It's just like a cat fight. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah. So regarding IELTS, guys, like you could say, yeah, like the other opinion has this one thing that's right, but still I am more right. That's essentially what a concession is, guys. Like I acknowledge that the solution will be costly. However, I feel that the long term term impact um, is worth it or whatever, right? right? Yeah, um, exactly. Okay. So notice, when do we use notice? Yeah, we're talking about this. This is also time related because yeah. we're talking about something that you see in that moment. You are observing or paying attention to something. And even if you're talking about something in the past, if you say like, I noticed this has happened a lot over the past week, it's still time related. Totally. Yeah. Um, So, so far, guys, just to like sum up a little bit, to be aware of is general, to realize and to notice both time-based, right? Sort of like connected to suddenly or at the moment. It's like a short-term thing. But to be aware of is general. Like I generally know this. This knowledge is in my head all the time. Um, (laughs) And acknowledge it can be in the present, right? Um, Because it's like you're giving a shout out at the moment, but it's connected to a Another, another piece of information or another person. Um, now, the last one, this very general verb, no, right? So, yeah, like this just means some, like some information is in your head. But there's, there's another way we could explain this. Um, Aubrey, how, what else is connected to this verb? It's like a, a, something you have in your head or an awareness, but that you have gained through experience. So if you're going to say you know something, it's different than the, the there's, there's more to it. There's something, some kind of experience that you've had, which has given you, it's like evidence you have of something exactly. or proof, and now you know it. Exactly. Um, so yeah, like six word for sure, but you could still use it as long as you're using it correctly, of course, and um, you're not repeating it, right? So today, guys, we've given you a lot of options for talking about information in your mind. Um, and this is a great example. I just want to acknowledge the fact, ah, yeah, nice. use that phrase, guys. <laughs> right. That's great. I want to <laughs> acknowledge the fact that these are parallel expressions. And they're not synonyms. And this is a 
confusing thing for a lot of students, guys, on listening and reading. We're always telling students that you have to scan the passage or listen for parallel expressions to words in the question, and that's how you get the answer, right? Notice, guys, we're not telling you to look for synonyms because they're not always synonyms, okay? It could be like any of these words today could be parallel expressions in a reading passage in question, right? Exactly. That's really what makes IELTS so difficult, especially reading and listening, is that you have to know all of the different meanings for all of these words that aren't necessarily synonyms, but yeah. are close enough in meaning that they can be used by IELTS as a parallel expression in a question. And then you have to be able to find in the text when you're scanning the similar words. So there's a lot to it. That's why you have to spend some serious time studying for IELTS and you have to have strategies. You cannot just read an entire passage and expect to get all of those answers right. It won't happen. Yeah, there's no time. Um, and yes, this is a difficult skill, right? Um, but you have heard so many student success stories on this podcast, guys. You know that it's possible, right? You can get amazingly high scores, but it does take hard work and you do have to invest in yourself if you don't want to take the test tons of times. <laughs> um, exactly. So this is a skill that you have to practice, right? Being flexible, being flexible and open-minded when you're scanning for parallel expressions. Um, okay, fantastic. This has been a great conversation. <laughs> I know. I'm excited. This is a good one. I love when we do these because I can see these traps on the IELTS exam. Yeah. And the more we're able to share with students the meaning of all of these so that they can use them on speaking and writing, we want you to be able to use these to get that high score you need for vocabulary, but also to be able to watch out for them on listening yes. and reading as well. Yeah, totally. Guys, if you're not subscribed, you're missing out. There are, I mean, yeah, today was a vocab episode, but it was so much more than that because we also talked about reading and listening skills, you know, like every episode, guys, you are going to learn so much to improve your IELTS scores. That's why we are here for you three days a week, guys, three new episodes every week. So go ahead and hit subscribe. Okay, Rad, Aubrey, I will talk to you soon. Yes, have a good day. See you later. <laughs> you too. Bye. bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Barapapapa. En McDonald's Participantes por Tiempo Limitado.